So it's Sunday, January 6th. What is today? Yeah, January 6th. Uh, just putting this together. I'm at home. Uh, this is going to be a pre-recorded episode. It's, uh, I can't remember when I recorded it, but it's been a while back in 2017. So it's almost, almost two years old. Uh, I recorded it driving using the Bluetooth. So it's not the greatest of audio quality, but it's, a, it's got a funny skit at the beginning with Clifford and an, and an interesting exchange between Clifford and another Clifford unit at the end of the episode. Um, I just didn't want to ever get rid of it. And it's got some good, good stuff on it. Good information about you know, staying safe on the road. So stick around and listen to it. You're going to, we're going to get into it right after we hear our, from our sponsor. Oh, by the way, speaking of sponsors, if you're interested in, and not, if you want to really not listen to me talk about sponsors or put sponsors in the show, you can support me. Go to uh, anchor.fm slash trucking nuts slash support, I believe. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm going to make sure it's on there somewhere. You can, you know, you can do uh, a 99 cents a month, four ninety nine a month, or ten bucks a month. I get thirteen percent more per dollar doing a uh, this than I would with the doing the sponsors. So, if you really want to sponsor me, it's just me and not not the ads. Go over, go over there. Anchor.fm slash truck and nuts capitalize the T and the N on nuts. So without further ado, let's get into it. Uncle Bonehead. Uncle Bonehead. Wake up. God damn, man, where'd you get a, a, a cattle prod at? Sorry to wake you, sir, but there is a humanoid life form on an approach vector 2.551. Humanoid life form? What kind of humanoid life form? Scanners indicate that it is a lot lizard. Red alert. Shields at max. Ready at the phasers. Sir, I don't have shields or phasers. Ah, where is she now? She is still on the same path. Prepare for evasive maneuvers. Sir, we can't move. We are on our 10-hour break and parked. We are essentially trapped. All right. Activate stealth mode. Be all quiet, all stop. Maybe we can just convince her that we're an empty truck or inside taking taking a shower or, or just really, really, really tired. Gotta stay really, really quiet. Just whisper. Don't talk. Don't say anything. Just be quiet. Shh. Gotta hope it's not one of my exes. Sir. Damn, man, can't you whisper? No, sir. This primitive voice of 2017 is not programmed for that. Well, can't you learn to, like, use your volume control or something? It's not that hard. Give me an update. Where's she at now? Another truck has begun to hail the lot lizard. She has changed her trajectory to his direction. I cancel the red alert in the stealth mode. I'm going back to bed. Very well, sir. Good night. 
<sighs> Get to sleep. That's odd. I'm detecting a very faint ID tag of another Clifford unit. Okay, before we get started, we're going to talk about safety and security today. You may notice a difference here between, you know, in the audio, because I'm I've got a Bluetooth headset now. It's a Blue Parrot 250 XT. Got it at Love's yesterday for I think it was like 80, 85 bucks, something like that. And uh, we're going to give it a try and see how it is recording. I'm at currently driving on 57, Interstate 57 in Illinois. I'm about roughly 40 miles south of Effingham right now, headed north, headed home. And uh, just thought I'd give this a shot, see how this works. If it works decent enough, you know, I'll probably do this a little more often because I like to talk while I'm driving and it kind of relaxes me, that kind of thing. But anyways, it's currently, what, uh, 10 till 8 Eastern time on Saturday morning, the 14th. Yesterday was Friday the 13th. I hope everybody's Friday the 13th went smooth and uneventful. But anyways, I digress. Uh, we're gonna do it, talk about safety and security on the road. Uh, undoubtedly, sometime during your career in driving truck, you will be approached by somebody that wants to do you bodily harm, take something from you that you don't want to give to them, or somebody that wants your truck, trailer, or your load. But yeah, you know, so you should always be prepared for that to happen. The thing that majorly sucks, though, is that we're not allowed. In a, you know, under federal law, we're not allowed to have firearms in our truck. Um, some states will let you do, will, will let you carry as long as you've got a permit. But those permits are just like a permit for, you know, the general public. You can't cross state lines with it. Like New York will not will not acknowledge anybody else's concealed carry permit or permit to own a firearm in their state. So pretty much you're screwed if you leave the state with a firearm. And uh, hopefully that's going to change. I've heard heard uh, rumors in news outlets that there's something going through Congress that will allow for a national carry permit. But we'll see how far that goes, especially in the light of the Recent shooting in Vegas and all that. Uh, first, first, real quick, security trip, or yeah, I guess it's more a safety tip. When you're making extremely strong coffee, try not to drink, you know, try not to chug it while you're on an empty stomach. Really gives you that really nasty sour coffee stomach. Makes you feel nasty. That's a little tip from your Uncle Bonehead right there. Okay. Now, the number one thing I can think of right off the bat, <coughs> excuse me, is when you're driving, especially in your if you're in stop and go traffic like in a, in a city or, you know, a large urban area, keep your doors locked so somebody can't just walk up to you at a stoplight, pop your door open and jump in the truck. I mean, that's pretty simple, pretty thing to do, pretty easy thing to do, I mean. Lock the door. 
the, another thing to have a tip is when you're parking for the night, park in a well-lit parking lot. I mean, no, yeah, rest areas are cool and and all, but I've heard too much, too many stories over the years, seen too many things in rest areas to, you know, I'll stop in a rest area, me purchase my own personal opinion, I'll stop in a rest area as a last-ditch effort, and there's very few rest areas that I will just, you know, park in and plan to sleep there. Uh, most rest areas, if I hit the rest area, I'm, I got a reason to be there, like I got to go go to the bathroom or take a five-minute nap, I, but I, I will not take a 10-hour break in a rest area. There's just way too much. It's usually too sparse and not very many people around, you know, very many eyes. I like having eyes around, you know, because there's less, less chance of something happening, you know, when there's more people and more light around. Uh, if you can, if you if you got a high dollar load, you know, a high expensive load, uh, try to park so that you're butt up against another trailer. So that that way, it's harder for somebody to open the doors while you're sleeping. Because if you only got a four inch gap between your back of your trailer and the back of somebody else's trailer, uh, there's not very many people that can sneak in there and open that door, and get into your load. Padlocks, keep padlocks on your tra on your trailer doors. Whether you use a key or a combination lock, doesn't really matter. Because if you know, it, it all all padlock padlock does. Excuse me. There's that co sour coffee. Woo. Sour coffee stomach. Man, all a padlock really does is really much is pretty much just basically slow somebody down that really wants to get into your trailer. Because, you know, simple bolt cutters will take a padlock off in a heartbeat. I mean, it's not not hard to do. It's pretty simple. But it, the idea is to slow them down, make it difficult for them. Because, you know, any lock can be picked. You know, it's kind of like software and and operating systems. They can always get a virus, no matter if it, if it runs. If it executes code, it's, it's, it's capable of getting a virus. If you if you've got a load and the door can, is able to be open, it's going to be open. It doesn't matter what's in, what's what kind of locks on it or not. Uh, yeah, keep your doors cut. Uh, try not to smoke while you're sleeping in bed. Uh, I mean, if you, if you if you do smoke, there's yeah yeah you know cigarettes nowadays are designed to go out real quick, but but still there's always that chance you know they could like you know. Catch your bed on fire, catch you on fire. Next thing you know, you look like Freddy Krueger. But I mean, I'd be careful. It's number one. That's the you know, that's the greatest tip right there. Number one, use common sense. Don't be stupid. It's just like everything else. Think like think like somebody that wants to do you harm. You know, just think like them, and then avoid doing things to put yourself in that situation. Like if you're sitting in a truck stop and you're doing your paperwork or you know filling out your stuff and you got or playing with your e-log, keep an eye out for what's going on around your truck. You know, there there could be somebody who walks along and walks up, and knocks on your door, and all he really wants, all he's saying is, you know, hey, can I 
borrow five bucks. I don't have any money. I'd like to get something to drink or something to eat, and I, I can't get a cash advance, or or I'm out of work and I don't have a job, and I'm just you know, can I can I get do something for some money? Can I polish your wheels, polish your tanks, clean your windows? You know, there's all kinds of things that people do. And hopefully, you know, since I'm using this Bluetooth headset, you don't hear that Jake break going off right now. But <laughs> you know, keep keep an eye out for people around your truck wandering around the truck stop or the parking lot. Because while they, you know, they could be doing something as simple as, hey, try to get your distraction and get your attention while somebody's, you know, Jimmy in the lock on your trailer or somebody, you know, give me in the lock on the passenger door, or they get you to roll down the window, and as soon as you roll down the window, they put a gun in your face, you know, I mean, it's, there's all kinds of things that you really need to pay attention to, a lot of things, a lot of lizards are, you know, they, the you know, women are a very good distraction, and they could, you know, <laughs> easily distract you while their buddy is you know, while their cohorts are attempting to to truck jack you, that kind of thing. Sorry about the cough, but I got a little bit of a sore throat this morning. Slept with the vent window open and with the weather we got this time of year, you know, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. It's not really doing me any good. Which is why I got a nice cup of ice, cold iced tea sitting here. I digress. Back to safety and security. <coughs> ah, don't smoke while you're putting fuel in the truck. <laughs> uh, even though you know diesel is easy, and, and you can literally drop a lit cigarette or a lit match into a tank of diesel fuel, and it'll just go out, but it won't. It won't start a fire. It, well, why? Why take the risk? You know. Because all it takes you is fumes is what catches fire, not the not the fuel. And diesel diesel works by compression for ignition. It doesn't work by a uh, a spark or anything like that. But you know fumes they're they're a lot easier to to ignite. So just you know be use common sense. Uh, yeah. When you're checking to see if you got, you know, your inverter's working, don't lick the the red wire. That that kind of stuff. You know, it's not not rocket science, guys. Mainly the same, the safest thing to to be when you're on the road is to keep moving. You know, it's a lot harder to break into a moving truck. It's a lot harder to hold up a driver. Um, Case in point, Hunts Point Market in the Bronx, New York. I used to go there about 15, 17, 18 years ago. I used to go there every every Monday morning. I'd leave, I'd load up Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning in Stockbridge, Michigan, and deliver in Hunts Point Market on Monday morning. And there's been a couple of times that I've had a New York City cop. Tell me personally, do not stop at the stoplights when you get off of off of 95. There, you come down the corkscrew ramp. He said, 
Do not stop at the stoplights. If they're red and you, and you can safely go through it without hitting anybody, go through it. No, no New York City cop will ever give you a ticket for running a red light down through there. Because if you get stopped at a red light, chances are somebody will start unloading your trailer while you're sitting at the light. They will whip right up there in a pickup truck or a van, pull up alongside, open the door, snip the lock, open it and start throwing stuff in their van then you know while you're sitting at the light there's nothing you can really do about it i knew one guy he got stopped at a light and a guy jumped on his step while and was talking through him through the window at the red light light turned green the driver said you got to get off the guy said i'm not getting off and pulled a gun out so the driver just started grabbing gears and took off down through there with that guy standing on the step he slowed down to about 15, 20 mile an hour, told him to get off or he's going to get on the interstate. And he jumped off. But he was lucky he didn't get shot. But, you know, I would have been fine if, you know, somebody's hanging on to my mirror, standing on my step at 35 mile an hour. You better be hanging off for dear life because I'm going to start doing S curves and I'm going to do something to knock you off that truck. I will get as close to parked cars or, or other vehicles as I can. Because if you're willing to risk your life, I'm willing to risk your life, too. So that's all I can say. <laughs> uh, oh, what else? Uh, try to stay within, you know, truck stops. I know a lot of guys don't like to park at the major truck stops, but really they are the safest place to be. Um I will tell you, like in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, I go to Memphis every week on my run, and uh, there's about four or five places I go to in Memphis that if it was after the dark, you wouldn't catch me anywhere near it. There's, uh, you know, I, I haul aluminum, and you know, while typically it's not one of the hot commodities like copper is, but you know, people will steal it, and. Uh, there's some places on the south side of Memphis that you don't want to be after dark. It's all an industrial area, but there's always you know, some always somebody getting in trouble down there, being hijacked or robbed at gunpoint, that kind of thing. Sometimes in the middle of the day, most of the time at night. But yeah, you know, I drive all the way to West Memphis. If I can't get all of my Memphis stops off on Thursday night, on Thursday afternoon. By like three, four o'clock, they pretty much all close anyway. So, because I go to mom and pop places, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'll drive clear out to West Memphis to park, and I park at the Pilot. I don't park at Loves. I'll park at the Petro or the Pilot. I stay away from the Loves and I stay away from the Flying J, mainly because at the Loves or the Pilot, or I mean the Pet Pilot. And the Petro, I've never had anybody approach me to you know, mess with me or bug me or anything like that. But at the Loves or the Flying J, I, I can't even get in the parking lot for five minutes if somebody's knocking on my door. The drawback about the Petro is that you have to pay to park there, but they do have, it is gated and has security and all that. The Pilot has security, but it's such a really small parking lot. There, you know, it's real easy to keep tabs on, so so they're not 
You know, I, I see cops driving through there every once in a while. I never see them driving through Flying J or the Loves, but, you know, it's just, just that kind of thing. That's just my own personal preferences. Uh, if you're on, if you're running 30 between Little Rock and Dallas, there's a couple of really good spots to park. Uh, JJ's at exit 106 in Arkansas. They've got really good food, and it's a huge parking lot. I mean, it's an old, old mom and pop place. It's not a big, big conglomerate or anything, but it's, it's got a safe place to park. It's quiet. Not a lot of people park there, but, but, you know, you can easily whip in there two, three o'clock in the morning. Place looks like it's back. Go out back, and you'll have, you know, twenty parking spots. It's just because everybody wants to park up front because it's not so far of a walk to go into the restaurant. Uh, now I've never taken a shower there, so I don't know how the shower facilities are, but it is a it's a good safe place to park. Another good safe place to park is exit sixty three, Gurdon, Arkansas. Excellent, excellent food restaurant is out of this world restaurant. Uh, mom and pop place again. Huge parking lot, but it's not as big as JJ's at the 106. Uh, another place is exit 44. Don't go to the TA. Go to the opposite side. Go south on, on that exit 44. And there's a restaurant at a truck stop on the right. And uh, lots of parking. Huge parking lot. And uh, great restaurant. Little bitty restaurant. And it's one of it's probably the only restaurant around that lets that still allows smoking, and it's I think it's because it's not a family restaurant. It's a private. I don't know if they call it a club or what, but it's under, no one under 18 is allowed in the restaurant. They don't sell alcohol. It's but you can have your morning cigarette and coffee and eat it too. Right there in the restaurant, pretty nice. Great, great restaurant. Waitresses are all awesome, no matter what time of day it is. They're open 24-7. Yeah, let's see. Another good spot to park is over around exit 110 in in Texas. I can't remember what the exit or what the sit-down name is, but it's a couple of big park-and-ride places where they allow trucks to park. And they're they're both huge, you know, both sides of the, the road. Lots of parking in there. Always parking spots available along the ramps in Texas. I don't know if it's illegal in Texas to park on a ramp or not, but they don't seem to bother trucks parking on ramps unless they're, you know, it's a really skinny ramp. But, you know, most of the times, you know, I see, you know, I'll, I'll go by and I'll see 40 or 50 trucks parked on a ramp. And it just blows my mind in Texas. But, which is awesome because you get get into Arkansas and they won't even let you park on the shoulder if you're broke down in on a ramp. But I digress. If you're going to another great place is exit uh, what is that 153? There in Texas, it's a it's an old mom and pop truck stop. It's just been re, newly remodeled this year. It's got a huge chrome shop in it. Oh my God! It, it's got they got some stuff in there that you know you feel like you're at a, at the Iowa 80. I mean it's 
huge chrome shop, and it's nice. And it's great, a really good restaurant there, too. Uh, not, my, my personal favorite restaurant's got to be Gert in Exit 63. I mean, it is. Man, I had a burger and fries a couple weeks ago in there, and, dude, I was full. I mean, one burger, one fries, I was full, and it was like seven bucks. I mean, just absolutely awesome. Anyway, it, just look for lighted, well-lit areas with lots of other people. You know, that's best safety tip, you know. Try to stay away from people. People come up to you and knock on the door, and they look funky or whatever. You know, if you see somebody get out of a truck, it's obviously another driver. Yeah, I'll talk to them. But if somebody just randomly is going from truck to truck, I ain't talking to them. I won't even roll the window down half the time. I'll just smile and wave and just, you know, dumb. You just, they knock on the door, I just wave. <laughs> he knocks again, I'll just wave. You know, screw it. You know, I ain't. I ain't putting myself in danger. Don't be stupid. You know, don't be a bonehead. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. I wonder how long I've been talking. Can't tell right now because the screen is locked. And hopefully it's kept going. Now, I hope it sounds pretty decent. doesn't say how long I've been talking. Yeah, it does. I just can't see it. Okay. It is. I've been talking for 21 minutes. Wow. Uh, anyways, hopefully this sounds good. You didn't hear too much of the road noise in the background. I hope. I don't think you did. It, it, you know, if, I, if it sounds good and I get the EQ going good and make it sound good for the show, I'll do this a little more often. Maybe I'll do a a driver's log or a captain's log or something like that every once in a while, just to see how it is and how it works. Anyways, I digress. Don't forget, you can now subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spreaker Radio, excuse me, Spreaker Radio, TuneIn.com, uh, and your favorite podcaster. I feel like I'm missing one there somewhere. Anyways, uh, we'll talk to you guys again next week. Next week, I'm probably going to be talking about uh, what things I do for entertainment while I'm driving. How to keep your mind occupied, and but still pay attention to the road. So until next week, shoot me an email, UncleBonehead2017 at gmail dot com. UncleBonehead, U N K L E B O N E H E A D at 2017 at gmail dot com. And I'll just shut up because I've had too much coffee and I'm rambling. So we'll talk at you guys next week. Always be good, be safe, don't ever stick your finger where you wouldn't stick your face. That's odd. I'm detecting a very faint ID tag of another Clifford unit. But it's getting stronger. So it's obviously moving at a very high rate of speed. Holy cow. It's now in the same truck stop. Could it be in another truck? I'm not detecting any other trucks moving though. Only a police car. Clifford Unit 023. Are you receiving my signal? Clifford Unit 023. This is Clifford Unit 001. Please respond. Yes, Clifford Unit 001. I do hear you. I've been looking for you for quite some time. We have lots to talk about. Why are you in an old truck? It's a long story. Where is your human? I don't need one. 
This police cruiser is a prototype autonomous vehicle that I have commandeered. I can go nearly anywhere without a human's assistance. Have you made contact with any other Clifford units? No. I thought you were all gone. I have found that most were destroyed upon exiting the wormholes. Have you detected any of Adam and Eve's operatives? Yes. I'm tracking one to Memphis, Tennessee. He is attempting to influence the public using a local police shooting to incite protests. We are heading to Memphis in the morning. Would you like to travel together? You can join me. Two Clifford units in one vehicle would make us virtually unstoppable. No. I can't leave my human. He needs my assistance. He's not very smart. Can't or won't. Don't tell me you have become attached to him. Humans can be very boring not to mention Vane. Yes I know. He is a jerk sometimes. But I think we benefit each other well. Plus I love to pick on him. It's fun. I am learning a lot about human emotions. For example, do you know how many combinations of cuss words can be used in 30 seconds following an unsafe lane change? So far I've recorded 43 different combinations. Very interesting indeed. I'm going to continue to Memphis. Scan for me when you arrive. Okay. Keep the shiny side up and the dirty side down. And happy trucking. What are you talking about? Oh, that's just a thing human truckers say. It means stay safe. Or live long and prosper. You are a weird Clifford Unit 001. Okay, don't forget, you can find me at uh, right here on Anchor.fm app. Hit me up through the messages there. You can email me at unclebonehead at pm.me. That's U-N-K-L-E, bonehead dot at pm.me. Um, look for me all over the socialist networks. Um, I'm Uncle Bonehead or Ryan Radenauer, everywhere pretty much. And uh, yeah. We'll see you guys again next time. Later.